Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. The attorneys go to court before Blue to defend the rights of Monique, Barbara, Jessica, and Thomas. After a drawn-out investigation in which the group has to learn to defend and help each other, Blue decides to give them a conditional release. They are to discover the LLC's plan for their big meeting and report back to LEP with that information before the end of the year. Chips now implanted and Lucky serving as their handler, the attorneys are then released with a new mission. I do declare, your honor is back in session. God help you. You may exit my chambers. Thank you, Your Honor. Thanks. All right, this way, lads. And you see Lucky, like, very anxiously begins to exit the room. As soon as Viper gets out of view of Blue, her posture, like, collapses. Yeah, the snakes, like, wilt. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They were, like, done up in, in a nice little, like, top bun. Uh-huh. And the moment you come out, they unravel and just hang limply, like, tongues sticking out. And I hug each of them one by one, and the snakes, like, give them little tongue flick kisses over their faces. <laughs> Like Celia from Monsters, Inc. Thomas <laughs> winces at the tongue kisses. Like, oh, oh. All right. All right, lots. And uh, Lucky presses a button on the elevator. He says, all right, get in, get in. Holy shit. Oh, I just I just about shit myself in there. <laughs> I hear you there. <sighs> okay, all right. We're not out of the woods completely. Can skeleton shit? Um, I don't know. I think I did. Richard just like kind of stares at your I pelvis. I know we have a, a meeting to discuss Lucky and a dropping, but uh, do we have any, you know, means of celebration? What about a long rest? Yeah. That sounds like a really nice way to celebrate. Don't worry. You will all be accommodated in LAP rooms. You are now agents, and for that matter, you're my agents, so oh, welcome aboard. And he, he holds a hand out to, I mean, in turn, Jessica, Monique, Barbara, everyone. Jessica shakes happily. She's excited to be here. All right, so um, 
what next? You're going to have to be making moves and you're going to have to be making them quick. So I advise digging in wherever uh, wherever you already have a foothold. Yeah, the plan was to go to Opula. Yeah. Right. I believe um, the resident lord there is Reginald Figglesbottom, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Any ideas how to get to him? Well, with a name like Figglesbottom, we just have to find ourselves a Figgles top. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> oh, good lord. That's actually not a bad idea. I don't know. Well, we could draw him out some way instead of going to him. How do you plan to bring him out? I need a game plan. Well, it's funny you should say that. I know about this little play that's going to open up there very, very soon. And I don't know if Reginald's a fan of the theater, but we might be able to give him complimentary tickets to watch it, considering we have a cast member with us right now. Tyronicus? You got in? No, not Tyronicus! (laughs) To be fair, I also got, I did get in. Oh, well, okay, we both got in. We both got in the play. Excuse me, you, you both got in a play? Oh my god, congratulations. We got into your play, Jessica. Oh my golly goodness. Wow. So, uh... Who are you playing? Yeah. That's a surprise. Yeah, I'm the lead, I know that. That brings me to a fascinating idea. I don't know, you know, I don't know how many plays you all have seen, but I am quite a fan of the theater. But oftentimes they will have or hire someone who looks like someone important to take pictures with. What if, Jessica, you altered your appearance ever so slightly to appear as a Jessica Felcher impersonator, since you are still wanted, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. And yeah. so it appears that you are merely dressing as Jessica Felcher at the event, when in reality, you are Jessica Felcher. Speaking of wanted, how are we gonna handle the Hagatha situation? Right. Well, oh no. Oh yeah. shit. I was going to say to falsify <laughs> remains, um, but you should probably I'm, I'm sorry. Get is there them. a is, is there a bathroom here somewhere, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lucky? Mm-hmm. Uh, I and then the at this point you guys have spilled out onto the ground floor of mm-hmm. the building that you were in. Uh, just on that way. Okay, I'll be right back. Y'all keep chatting amongst yourselves. And she holds up a mirror and she says, "I got to take this." Oh, that's not good. I would like to go with Monique. I'm not, I'm not, 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 not going to be on the call, but I just want to be there. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. Come, come. I just, I got to go. Okay, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. We're going, we're going, we're going. Yeah. We're going. And you guys run off to the bathroom. I was going to say it's not so hard to falsify remains, but uh, I have a feeling this phone call is going to complicate things a little bit. <laughs> Could very well be, yeah. I mean, that, we could always use them, depending on when you need to be back, we could use them as leverage to find out where Hagatha is. It's true. As far as Figglesbottom goes, I have a lot of experience with taking on personas, agency mandated that is, if you need some sort of ruse. Well, we also have two friends down back in Opula that have a very similar ability to mimicking the likeness of others, right, Tyronicus? They're very good at it. So that could be a route that we go as well. What do you mean, like they're good with makeup or something? In a way. Uh, do you have a way to contact them? Well, I mean, they're living at my place, so oh. when we go back there, we could just... Well, I, I believe they're staying at uh, Gary's place, aren't they? Now that your place is, you, you know, the whole thing happened. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Speaking of that, uh, it seems that your friend, Gary, is it? Oh, oh, no, not Gary with one R, Gary with two R's. Right, the other Gary. Tyronicus's dad. Uh, there is a lot I need to wrap. 
my head around here. Um, but all uh, oh, right, then the Gary with one R. Two R's. Um, sorry. Uh, whichever Gary was involved in the breaking of the staff? One R? Oh, that's the other Gary. One R. All right. Gary with one R seems to possibly be of interest to Mr. Blue. No, um, Gary's green. <laughs> oh, my God. We do need to find the goblin. Yes, my my point was, if he was trying to tag that on you, Mr. Phelps, it might be of interest to find your Gary with one R. What, like sell him out? No, no. Do you think he's in danger? I mean, he very well might be. What if he does have unknown magical abilities and another LEP agency group takes him out? I- I see your point, and yes, I'm sure we're all very concerned about him, even though he abandoned us. There are bigger threats right now that we do have to deal with of course. before we could get to Gary. I'm merely saying if it could be on our radar that we are also looking for clues while looking for other things that might lead us to your Gary with one R, then it might be in our best interest to just pocket that information. Well, I would personally rather never see that doo-doo head again, but fine, I can pocket it for now. Thank you. I have very deep pockets, by the way. I, I believe it. Meanwhile, Monique and Barb burst into a bathroom and Monique goes, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit on the stall. What's the story? I don't know. Uh, you cannot, she cannot see you. She cannot no, see I, you. I, I know, I know. Not a word. I'm not here. Okay. <laughs> Shit. And she opens the mirror and from the mirror you hear, hello, daddy. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Miss Miss Christie, how uh, how are you, my my dear? Oh, I'm just peachy, darling. And uh, Barb, you hear kind of like the rushing of wind, almost like staticky, like when someone answers the phone on like a motorcycle or like a car that you hear it like coming through. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Oh, uh, out for a, a stroll? Oh, yeah, just just taking little old Gragan out for a for a ride. He's stretching his wings." Oh, you know, he really was the most impressive thing, really. Oh, yes, dearie. So, how goes the investigation? Right. About that, um, I was at. And she, like, makes eye contact with you, Barb, being like, uh, I was at the, uh, oh, what's the name of the place? Uh, uh, the, the Cheese and Cake Factory. Yep, the Cheese and Cake Factory in... I was hot on their trail. I found them, actually. They're not far away. You were right. You were right. They're close by. However, I don't know what happened. There was this kind of whole explosion thing that happened, a whole big commotion. Uh, I, I'm trying to, to be on their trail right now. Uh, and she, like, kicks, like, the stall door, like, to make noise. Oh, sorry, sorry. I found There's a whole big commotion going on here. Anyways, point is, they have to be around here somewhere. I am hot on their trail. But I am doing my best not to get caught. Uh, security's up around this place, They're doing a lot of investigation, and uh, just trying to keep a low profile, you know? Oh, I understand, dearie. You take the time you need. Just uh, keep me up to date, you know. I'm in the area. Do you need a ride? Oh. <laughs> and with that, Barbara's gonna just start like making a whole bunch of like noise and like start banging on the door. Like, Oi, you need to evacuate. Everyone has to get out now. Roll move, 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 let's go. A performance <laughs> check? Roll a performance check for me. Wild. You know, we gotta do something. That is a plus two, is an 18. 
Okay. You kind of actually startle Monique. So like she, the mirror like flies up and out of her hands <laughs> no! and is like about to turn to face you. And then she grabs it and she goes, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, let's go. Someone's busting into come my on. stall. Someone's Everyone busting out. into my stall. Oh, oh, he's going to punch me. Come he's going to punch me. He's going <laughs> to punch me. <laughs> and as you punch her, she like purposefully slams the, uh, the mirror shut against the stall door. <laughs> Okay. Oh my, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. I didn't want to punch you. I thought we were just going to fake it. Why did you actually get, hello? You didn't have to. Oh, yeah. Roll, roll a, uh, roll an unarmed attack for me. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 22. Okay. Monique spits out a tooth. (laughs) No. Ah. Nice. Nice. It's a molar. Don't worry, Tyrone. Well, it, oh, okay. Um, we could see someone about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know a guy in Brookhaven. Hold up. And she just kind of shoves it in there for now. <laughs> Ew. Okay. She's, okay, she's in the area. She's close. She's not. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not there anymore, which is kind of a problem, because if she wants to pick me up, I'm not nearby. No, I, I, I know, but you also just got punched in the face and there's evacuate. You know, it's a lot. Um, She was flying Gragon. We saw Gragon. Did we not see Gragon on the way up here? You know, I thought that's what it was, but I wasn't sure. No, that's exactly what it was. Okay, we need to make a plan and we need to get out of here, stat. Wherever you guys are going, we need a good cover story and we need a story of of how I followed you there. But it needs to be far away from her. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you took a flight on Dragonair or something? I don't know. Okay. But I I gotta find a way to follow you out of here. Okay. Well, I mean, if we go to Opula, we have to go to Opula anyway. So if we get a flight to Opula and we go from there... Okay, maybe we should talk this over with the others. Yes, yes, okay. Are you okay? Here, okay. just take a tissue or something yeah, at least. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, you you hand her a tissue and she kind of dabs a little bit of the blood and goes, okay, I'm fine. It's okay. I've been through Okay. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. And you guys walk out as the others are finishing their chat about Gary. With one awe. Sorry, what, uh, what did we miss? And Tyronicus, you see just like a bruise forming on Monique's cheek. Are you okay? Yeah, Can I'm she fine. punch I'm through fine. a mirror? No, she's, no, no, no. It, a long story short, we need to leave, like, really soon. I, I, I... Right, then, I, I mean, we're going to Opula anyway, right? Do we want to teleport? Do we want to drag an air? Well, we're already up here on the moon, so I... I... I think it'd be faster to just... Either way, we're going to have to beam down. Okay, we're beaming then. We're going to beam down. Okay, Uh, I need to have an excuse as to how I ended up over there. I think Dragon Air makes sense. I could... I could call one of my friends. I, I could buy a ticket so that I have a receipt or whatever. Oh, I'm a master in forgery if you need me to whip okay, something Okay, perfect. Up there we you. go. But why would I follow you? I think... Well, you're on our trail. You would follow Barbara and Jessica, no? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like people would see Jessica if she was out and about, wouldn't they? Well, unless she's been disguising herself, you know? Okay, okay. So... I mean, Jessica, when you disguise yourself, you know, do you have like a set of identities that you take over? Because that actually sounds rather fun. Or do you, in the moment, decide what's the best option? In the moment, I just kind of tend to decide what is the best for the situation at hand, whether it's uh, to be under their radar, whether it's to stand out in some way for some reason. It, It can go several different ways. Monique, would you recognize a Warforged? Like, would it make sense for you to say, oh, I saw a Warforged and, and she was with someone else and I thought it might be blank? Certainly. I mean, I mean, I know both Bob and Jess. As long as I have eyes on one of them and I can maybe, maybe give Haggy some sort of proof, then I think we're fine. All right. What kind of proof are we talking here? Well, I, I just punched you in the face. Can you just tell he got punched in the face by me? I- can the mirror capture an image to send to... Haggy? I don't quite think so, but 
What if you kidnap me? Oh. That might make me look weak. Yeah. Well, I also don't know how we would get that information to her. Why would we want to tell her that we kidnapped you? You know? Yeah. No, no. It would be Monique kind of secretly whispering and being like, I'm in a car or something like that. I and think I think I can fake it. We could probably stage a, a call here or there. I was going to say, from what I've heard about Miss um, Christie, I would hate to put you even more in jeopardy if you fail the mission, right, so right. to speak. Look, we can stage something. I think we just need a solid game plan for our next call. All right, well, I really do like the play idea, and- the play? Oh, yes, yes, so, oh my goodness, wait, this could be perfect. All right, all right, all right. So, Tyronicus and um, Thomas are in a play, and it's right. an opula, and it was written by Miss Felcher. So, what if the reason that you are there is because you think that Jessica might not be able to resist watching a play of her own design. Whether she's in disguise or not, you think she might somehow find a way to be there, spin it about her ego or something like that. And so you tell Hagatha that's why you're there. You're there to see if she's there, but then while we're also there, we give Mr. Figglesbottom a comp ticket to the show, and now everyone's where we need them to be. Yeah. I think that yeah. works very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I like the sound of the plan. One last issue. We haven't been able to find Mr. Figglesbottom. We know Mr. Figglesbottom the fourth. Well, how old is this Mr. Figglesbottom the fourth? He's pretty old, to my understanding. Sounds like we gotta go talk to an old man. Was Figglesbottom not also like the head judge in Opula? Figglesbottom the fourth is currently the judge of the Supreme Court in Opula. My question is if Mr. Figglesbottom the fourth is old, did the leadership position get passed down? Like, is it nepotism? Or is it simply that, is it the same person and just to maintain certain appearances, he continues to increase his number? Maybe he's an immortal being. I like that idea more than it being just an ancient, decrepit, like falling apart old man. (laughs) I would much rather- visual, thank you. Yeah, I don't, I was not liking that visual very much, but I do like the idea, you know, kind of like that series that I need to make up a fantasy name for. Uh, Dark and Marrow. Oh God. Right, um, that series, I'm so interested in it. And you know, the the individual that I'm thinking of had faked his death and, you know, identity over long. Like I could see that happening here. Dark and Marrow. Dark and Marrow. Interesting. What if he got approached by an old friend, like say maybe Max? I don't think Max was very interested in getting involved in any of this stuff, but... We don't have to use actual Max, but someone who looks like Max? Or someone who can become Max? Well... Jessica, do you know Max? No, but... Oh, Millie's a who. You would love Millie. (laughs) As you say Millie, you feel the entire base shake. Oh my god. You literally, you fall. Or everyone roll dexterity (laughs) saving. Oh, what the hell? That's a natural 20. Fuck you. (laughs) Roll with disadvantage, you said it. (laughs) Oh, motherfucker. Jessica's dexterity saving throw is a 17. 16. 18. Viper's a 21. 16 for Bob. Bro, fuck all of your good ass dexterities. Okay, (laughs) nothing happens, but you feel like you would almost fall over. (laughs) Tronica's gonna grab Thomas by the throat. Like, don't say that again. Okay. 
I might have missed something here. What the hell just happened? Can you please explain? Let's just say that Jessica is the only one who has a connection with a uh, member of the LLC. Huh? Or former. There's a lot. Uh, I don't and, I, I don't understand ex- at all what you just meant. Ma- wait, what? I'm sorry. What is it mean? Max or is it Millie? Viper, when you say Millie, thinking what you're thinking, nothing happens. Okay, so they who must not be named, I guess. Weirdos. Um... Okay, so you want Jess to be this person? It doesn't have to be Jess. We have other friends who can do it as well. But where, where is he? Could well, could we, we found him all the way out in West Orgea at Isolde's Crest. But also, didn't someone steal his phylactery back? Oh yeah. Yes. What? My idea wasn't to actually involve Max, but just have someone pretend to be Max. But. We also need to find that phylactery, come to think of it. He did say that the others were trying to kill him, didn't they? Yes, which is why it would draw out the attention of someone who was actually part of the LLC. Whoa, sorry. Again, um... It's a long story we'll tell you once we get back to Op. Perfect, a road trip story. Love those. Why don't we beam down? Yes. Yeah. All right, so you're looking for a drop where? Opula? Oh, before that, I need to take a trip, and then I'm going to go walk to the tech center. All right, before we split, so you're planning to drop at Opula, correct? Yeah. Yes. She'll give you plenty of time to do whatever you need to do on the base. We'll meet for dinner. We'll celebrate a little bit. You can all rest, and we should be there in a couple of hours. Okay. Uh, We'll drop the rest of you off. Any last things you need? Uh, Sorry, I don't want to impose on anyone, but I don't think I could leave Twigs here anymore. I'm going to go visit him now, but would you mind if I went to Brookhaven so I could bury him, please? Oh, Mr. Hara, I I think you can go wherever you want to go. Yeah. I want to help you. I, I want to help the entrepreneurs, I promise. I just, I, I keep leaving him here and I feel guilty. No, Kit, you have more than it's, you're free to go wherever you need, please. It's okay, Kit. Okay. And you, you're all invited if you want to come to the. But if you if you can't come, I understand. I would very much like to go. I'll go. If you want, we could just cremate him right here if you like. And Tronicus holds up his fingers. No, no, no. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I I picked out a a place for him next to my sister. Yeah, I, I think I think we can add a, a stop, right? Right. I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's not yeah. far from popular. If if you don't want spending the day there, we. Not be. not at all. No. I think that would be good. That would be nice. Yeah. I don't mind at all, no. All right. So we're dropping you in Brookhaven then. Yes. Yes. And then you'll ground transport or whatever to help you. Yes, I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay, that sounds fair. I'll meet you guys in the dining hall in a second. The rest of you, um, go do whatever you got to do. Tyronicus, can I trust you to uh, get the new members booked in and uh, help them get a room and all of that? Yeah, I got it. All right. I'll see you tonight. And he heads off as if uh, you can tell he probably has a lot of paperwork to do. And Monique says, okay, Tyronicus, you wanted to go uh, to the engineering building, you said? I do. Okay. Let's get these guys checked in first. Okay, yeah. We're halfway there. Hold on. This, this is the Halftime Ad with Nikki B. Oh my god, it's October. You know what that means. Time to pick fun couples Halloween costumes. Exact what? Is that a no to the couples costumes? But we're not 
You like to... What even are you anyway? Not important right now. Anyways, no! It's time to prep for my special Halloween one-shot! I'm planning a big pumpkin pumpkin spectacular using the Drimbus system playtest materials. Available to all patrons at patreon.com slash Drimbus. But I don't have any appropriately spoopy dice. Hmm. Does that mean... <gasps> Onlycrits.com slash Drimbus! Yeah, yeah, they got lots of spoopy stuff on there. Like, like the, the D20 spectral skull. It's 55 meters tall. That thing is huge! Or, or, or they got the Eldritch Abyss dice tray in case with my boy Cthulhu on the cover. Fucking badass, or the scariest of all, the whole entire transparent chicken eight-piece dice set. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take that one. It's gonna be perfect. And I get a sweet 10% off with offer code DRIMBUS, all while supporting my favorite show. Sublime, who'll be playing? All of these fine folks, Jerry Bonitados, Queso Loco, Clara Jean Kelly, November Sky, John Mitchell, Greta Midier, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Connor on DVD, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Mythmouse, Callie Wolf, Brendan and Bishop, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Trip. Wilhelmina Fox, Stoner Panda, Melissa Rain, Hensational, Aaron Servania, Butts of Plenty, The Lone Trumpeter, Uvula Nutria, normally me, and Dane Kohlhoff. They're all gonna be there. Okay, uh, JK, not really. They haven't all RSVP'd yet, but we do play exclusive games with our top patrons at patreon.com slash Drembus. Limited availability. All right, get back to the show. Enough of you. Enough of me. Enough, enough. You guys head to the housing building and you go through the whole process. Barb, Jess, Monique, all of the new members, you guys get your chips in the back of your neck, get scanned, and basically you get now access to LEP. And they book you into these rooms across on this giant, very tall building with about four rooms on each floor. And you get booked into these kind of dorm style rooms where you are left to set up for the night. Meanwhile, Viper, you head to the mail room while Tyronicus, you head to Arcanic Engineering. And uh, as you approach the building, you see it is actually under lockdown. You see, much like the rest of the base, there is increased security everywhere. There are tons of Warforged guards now. And as you approach the entrance, you see Hack, Hack Revendell. And he goes, Tyronicus, how's it going, kiddo? Hi, how's it going, bud? What, what, what can I do for you? Lucky said you had something for me here. Right, right, yeah. Look, unfortunately, we uh, we can't let you in right now. But I know one of the nerds cooked something up for you. Just uh, hey, give me a minute and I'll, uh, I'll head in. Right. And Hack heads in. And after a second, he comes back out. He goes, okay, we got a little something that uh, apparently you requested from someone. They're calling this the uh, the undo button. And he unwraps this little, like, metal tube with, like, it looks like a red clicker on the end. <gasps> All right, uh, this thing, 
helps uh, one person within about 10 feet. You got to be pretty close. It's a, it's a close range weapon, but you press this here. Not going to press it because it's just going to be a whole thing, but you press this here and uh, assuming they can't resist it by some means, they will forget the last minute of occurrences. We'll say it eats resources like a mother. Uh, you pop the bottom out and he twists like the bottom out and you see like a, a tube slides out of the sheath. And he goes, and uh, you got to load up five gold pieces per use. Yes. And he loads in five, and then he shoves it in and twists it shut. And he goes, so uh, I guess try and use it wisely. And he hands you the, the little pen. <laughs> so fucking expensive. <laughs> so rude. Thanks, Zach. It's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, I also heard on uh, on especially uh, weak-minded individuals, it might wipe out larger chunks if things go well. So just be careful how you're using it. It's enough. Okay. Oh, um, sorry. I was chatting with Lucky a couple minutes ago. He he passed by. He said he had someone who uh, might need help with disguising. Oh, right, right, right. That would be Jessica. Right. Okay. So uh, here's a little something. They're calling it deep cover. And he pulls out of his bag a little syringe. He says... Now, it's wonky. They kind of, it's a side project they were working on for a while. Lucky requested it. We figured here just in case you need it for something. Basically works like a, I don't know if you know Disguise Self. Yeah. Basically works like a 24-hour Disguise Self spell. Uh, that said, it can occasionally have some nasty side effects. So, much like the other, use it sparingly. But, uh, here. Nice. And he goes, okay, can I do anything else for you? Now, if I come up with some more crazy ideas for weapons, then I'll definitely hit you guys up. Yeah, just uh, just let him know. Give us a ring. All right, I'm also looking for some kind of weapon that fires projectiles. Yeah, yeah, a, a crossbow? You don't need us to make that for not, you. Not really a crossbow, you know. Something more like, um, hmm. You know how I, I usually shoot fireballs from my fingers? Yeah. Problem with that is sometimes there, especially fire. You know, there's a lot of resistance to that. So I'm looking more towards a weapon that can get through resistances. But still, you want an armor-piercing bolt? Kinda, yeah. Like, yeah, those exist, man. We, we we can make you some. Maybe in like a little handheld projectile form. You know, something smaller that can conceal. Okay, so you want a hand crossbow with small <laughs> armor-piercing bolts? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is just really funny. I'm sorry. This is great. Yes, but I wanted to look. Cool. So you want like a sticker on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we have a bunch of Warforce. What if it was made out of like metal and it shot like small? Why would you take apart a living being when we can pull metal out of the ground? We're not actually gonna take apart a Warforce hack deal. Like work with me here. I'm trying to come up with something out of my mind. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What if it shot out lasers that dealt damage or something? You know, like little bolts of electricity or things of that nature concentrated energy so, so you want like a wand yeah like what if it's on a wand blast or something see so, so you want a wand that looks like a like a hand crossbow uh, but with a sticker <laughs> with a sticker <laughs> and made of metal i um, to ask for a fucking gun <laughs> oh man all right I'll tell you what, buddy, and he kind of like pats your back kind of patronizingly, and he goes, I'll see what I can do for you. Let's see. Oh, what? And I wanted the solar charge. Oh, what? Uh, oh, solar charging. Okay, a uh, metal with sticker. <laughs> that hand crossbow. 
<laughs> Solar power. Wow. Okay. You're, you're, you're getting real creative here to run. Anyways, uh, ooh. Sorry, we're having a security emergency. I really gotta go, but I'll let you know, buddy. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And he goes inside, <laughs> and then he like turns to Monique, and he's just like, "You know what I'm saying, right?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 sweetheart. Yeah. Anyway, and we cut to the lower levels where the mailroom is, and we see Viper. Viper, you have not received any mail, but I believe you wanted to compose a letter. I did. I wanted to write a letter to my sister. Okay. <laughs> Actually, her name is Millie. And so speaking about an individual named Millie made me, you know, got me thinking. So I'm going to write, I know that your birthday is coming up, but I'm on a very, very important mission and I won't be able to make it. But instead, I hope you like this and tell mum and dad to make sure that you get the biggest cake that they can manage and get yourself something nice. And so I get a little package paper and I put five gold pieces, a flower, and then one of my vials of poison that I milked from my snakes, but is also a necklace. Ooh, okay. And then I send that to their address. Oh, and then I say, say hi to mom and dad for me. Okay, yeah, you hand the letter off. And the attendant takes it and goes, all right, uh, thank you, Miss Viper. Thank you. All right, bye. And we cut to Thomas's room. Um, Thomas, I, I must confess, I was very worried today. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm glad you are, you have that confidence in yourself. But um, seeing you there, it just, well, it, it reminded me of, of her and... Uh, the last time I saw her, I was still too young. I wasn't an attorney yet, but for what it's worth, I think your mother would be very proud of you. I I know I certainly am, and I know we've talked about it before, but I wanted to make it official, so consider it a rough sketch, but... And he pulls out a little card. Uh, it looks like a business card, and you can tell he kind of, like, widened out over whatever was originally there, and has drawn a little design that says Phelps and Edgeworth Associates at Law and he hands it to you and he says, if you like it and if you do want to uh, pursue this with me once this is all over I I would like to change the way our system works I I think there are too many inconsistencies, I I think there needs to be rules it needs to be just, it needs to be balanced, like you were saying earlier and Your mother fought to stop all of this. You're going to finish it for her. And I think that you should get to be part of designing whatever comes next. Thomas is going to give his uncle a hug. You hug him and he is so taken by surprise that like he kind of doesn't hug you back. Like his arms are just like sticking out like around your torso for a few seconds. And then he kind of gently like wraps them around you and like pats you on the back. I don't think Thomas is going to say anything, but I think he's just going to take the little card with him and go to bed. He whispers after you've fallen asleep. He goes, I'll wake you up for dinner. (laughs) And we cut to the inside of Barb and Jessica. You guys have been assigned a bunk room in one of the lower levels as well. You're in the basement of the housing. They're dingy. They're shitty. There are cots in here. 
but you are set up in here as you enter and settle in. Having lost all of your shit, I mean, you have no belongings to put down, but... I just went through and deleted all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You've been a worm, you've been a sloth, you've been on trial, and here you are as you settle into this room on the fucking moon. Well, that's been a heck of a few hours there, my goodness. Yeah, that happened very, uh, very quick, but here we are. And, uh, Barbara, I just wanted to say that I met every word of what I said about how I've seen you grow and change, and I, I hope that you can someday see it and know how special you are and how how deserving you are of whatever happiness that you would like to find for yourself. Thank you, Jess. I don't know what that's gonna look like for me. You know, yeah, I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Considering I, I also meant every word I said up there too. So we'll see what happens, I guess. That we will, that we will. And uh, Jessica will put a hand on Barbara's shoulder and just hold there for a moment. And then she's going to go in for a hug and just kind of hug Barbara. And Barbara's going to hug her back. And the day progresses. Eventually in the evening, Barb and Jess, you guys have settled in for a well-earned nap, as have all of you at some point or another, so please go ahead and take a long rest. Thank gosh, I've had eight hit points that entire (laughs) time. (laughs) As gals, you hear a banging on your door. Oh, 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 goodness me, all right. No rest for the weary, they say. Bob's gonna get it. Bob doesn't really sleep, so Bob will get it. You open it and you see Kit. Oh, hi, dear Kit. Oh. Hey guys, sorry, I just, uh, it's time for dinner. Lucky got us some drinks. Uh, we were waiting for you and I figured you must have fallen asleep, so. I was so sorry, I forgot to set a gash darn alarm or something. It's okay, I just wanted to see if you wanted to come and have a drink with the entrepreneur. Yeah. Of course. That would be course. really nice, Kit. Okay. Well, let's go. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, and let's Jessica it. just makes sure that she's like somewhat presentable. She doesn't have anything else to wear, so she didn't necessarily change. So she just brushes herself down, <laughs> brushes herself off, like yeah. smooths anything out. Barbara's going to like get like a little piece of like lipstick that kind of smudged a little by the edge of like her lip. And she'll just like mock be like, I got you. Don't worry. Let's go. Thank you so much. And Kit leads the way as you all meet up in the dining hall for a night of celebration with Lucky and the rest of the team before you prepare for your descent into Brookhaven. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara, Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera, with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. 
Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The world has still ended. Darcy was a cafeteria worker. Do you see that minotaur sitting out in the food court? What minotaur? Just an ordinary, everyday human, probably. Egerton, you didn't even need a fairy cake. Why did you eat a fairy cake? Because I stress eat sometimes. Egerton was a PR flack for the imperial government. This extremely devastating explosion was, in fact, a celebration. He's a flightless fairy with a sweet tooth. There were some zombies, but Blatt blew them up. I climbed a tree. And we're skipping ahead. And we're skipping ahead. Blatt used to be a filing clerk. I'll pneumatic tube it up, sir. Now he's discovering the secrets of his half-demon heritage, like his ability to summon a soul-bound weapon. Oh, you're here to destroy time, eh? Well, eat bazooka! (laughs) Three normal dweebs, rescued from the end of the world and sent on a last-ditch quest to save all of reality. There is a way to stop the shattering, but we need you three. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Find it in your favorite podcast app or visit otherbothers.com. There's no evil, so you're welcome. Flawless logic. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.